You have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. To me, there's no more important words that BJ talked about because what is it that we are doing to guard our sacred trust? And this is something that just came out yesterday. I don't know if you heard about this, but Patagonia, <clears throat> this, the founder of Patagonia uh, has done something unprecedented in business history. Uh, and in my thought process, I thought it was a very good segue to guarding it well. So he wrote this, um, this letter to his, uh, the people of his company <clears throat> because he just sold his company, but instead of selling out, he sold with a reason. And this is the part of the letter that he wrote. Earth is now our only shareholder. If we have any hope of a thriving planet, much less a business, it's gonna take all of us doing what we can with the resources we have. This is what we can do, by Yvonne Chouinard. I never wanted to be a businessman. I started as a craftsman, making climbing gear for my friends and myself, then got into apparel. As we begin to witness the extent of global warming and ecological destruction, and our own contribution to it, Patagonia committed to using our company to change the way business was done. If we could do the right thing while making enough to pay the bills, we could influence customers and other businesses and maybe change the system along the way. We started with our products using materials that caused less harm to the environment. We gave away 1% of sales each year. <clears throat> More recently, in 2018, we changed the company's purpose. We're in business to save our home planet. While doing our best to address the environmental crisis, it's not enough. We need to find a way to put more money into finding the crisis while keeping the company's value intact. One option was to sell Patagonia and donate all the money, but we couldn't be sure a new owner would maintain our values or keep our team of people around the world employed. Another path was to take the company public. What a disaster that would have been. Even public companies with good intentions are under too much pressure to create short-term gain at the expense of long-term vitality and responsibility. Truth be told, there were no good options available, so we created our own. I love this. This is the best line of this whole thing. Instead of going public, you can say we're going purpose. Instead of attracting, extracting value from nature and transforming it into wealth for investors, we use the wealth Patagonia creates to protect the source of all wealth, which is our home. I love this. Instead of going public, we're going purpose. That's what BJ meant when he said, you have in your possession, guard it well. <clears throat> I've been now in this profession for 33 years. The chiropractors that came before me <clears throat> did us a very big disservice. By focusing on back pain, by adding things to chiropractic that were not chiropractic, by allowing the scope of practice to include anything that a chiropractor wants to do once he graduates, to advertise back pain, neck pain, headache, whiplash, to go away from the original principles that DJ put down and DD started Chiropractic, unfortunately, did a disservice for the exact reason that the founder of Patagonia was talking about right over here, because there was too much pressure for short-term gain. There was too much pressure for the almighty dollar, for making the money. And so many chiropractors before us have done, have fallen into that trap. Not that, once again, it's bad or wrong to take care of people with back pain. That's great. But that's just such a small part of chiropractic. And to think that there are chiropractors out there who want to prescribe drugs, and think that the way to reach more people is, to, is that we can be on the same level and be able to prescribe drugs and take people off drugs. Why would you want to do that? Oh my God. That to me is the most ridiculous, asinine thing to say, well, I can 
If people come in with drugs, I can tell them to stop taking them. Great. Like, wow, big win. Right? Like, to me, the, the most important thing that we have to do is connect their brain and their nerve system. A, a, a mom brought in her baby yesterday, and she has never been to a chiropractor herself, and she said, I, everybody's been telling me that to help with my baby and all the issues that this, this baby's having, the baby was born very prematurely and has all these kind of issues. And she said, I've, I've tried physical therapy, I've tried this, I've tried this. She said, all these things are great and they're important, but it's nothing's clicking for my child. And now the child's a year old and he's not crawling and he's not walking and he's not talking and he's hardly eating, he's having all these kind of issues. And, I, and she said, what is it that you do because everybody's telling me what you do. All the people saying, you should go to, to this chiropractor. But you tell me, in your words, what is it you do? And I said, all the things that you're doing are great, right? You need to have PT for this kid. You need to have OT. You need to have speech therapy. All those pieces are very important. But they're all working on muscles. Who's working on your child's brain and nerve system? Silence. That's what I do. That's why you need to. That's the chiropractic was founded on tone. D.D. Palmer, 1910, founded on tone. It's not founded on back pain. It's not founded on bone cracking or pushing on spines. It's founded on tone. Tone is how the nerve system is operating. But it got really easy for chiropractors in the 1950s and 60s, especially when insurance started coming. It got really easy to say, we are, we are back pain fixer offers. Right? It's like, like, you want some goodies, back pain powder, or a chiropractic adjustment? That's really the choice that was just being given to our, our public. And we started advertising, 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 the seven danger signals, and all these other kind of things. I remember when I first opened up, it was incredible. My first office was in New Jersey, 1989. I wasn't open for a week when I had, and you, I don't know if you remember this, but I had people from the yellow pages, right? That's because the phone books that used to be like this thick, right? Saying, you've got to advertise. And you got to, it's going to cost you a thousand dollars a month. You get all these people. I should show me some ads. I'm going to do personal role. What is it? And he said, well, this is the most popular ad. And he showed a person with like a lightning bolt in his lower back and a lightning bolt in his neck. And he said, it's seven danger signal. And I said, that's not what chiropractic is. He said, well, you can't advertise what you think it is. You can only advertise what everybody else thinks it is. I'm like, wow, that's exactly the problem, right? is that we have trained generations of people what chiropractic is, and it isn't what it is. It's what, what they said it was, instead of what it truly is. The true, like, bottom line understanding of what chiropractic is, is relieving suffering, prolonging lives, as we just said. It doesn't say taking care of people with back pain. That's not what it is, right? The first patient wasn't a back pain patient. The first Dozen, 20, 50, 100 patients weren't back pain patients. Back pain is a certainly an important tool that we are able to work with, but that's just like saying to someone, oh, I'm, like, I'm gonna put my hand on your back and the only place that's gonna get improvement is right where my hand is. There's nothing, it does not go anywhere else. It's just right, this area right there. No wonder people have such a hard time saying, well, how can I adjust kids? Right? What do you do for kids? My kids have, my two-month-old doesn't have back pain. My one-year-old doesn't have back pain. My four-year-old, then why should I bring my kid to a chiropractor? 
Because this is what we train them, we train them, we train them. The way this is going to change is one person at a time, like you guys, saying, let me tell you what chiropractic really is. Your, your people that you're just talking about in clinic, just start there. And just say, let me tell you what chiropractic really is. It's not about making someone, even though I know you're probably here for you know, your back pain and stuff, but that's not what it's about. That's just one piece of what it's about. You see this curve here? Yeah, bring a nerve chart. You have a nerve chart, go on your computers and laptops or iPads, whatever. You see this nerve here? The one that goes into your lower back? Yeah, guess where else it goes? See this nerve over here in your neck? Yeah, guess where else that goes? That's, so, so the nerves in the neck, they go into like the, the throat, they go into the ears, they go into the eyes, they go into the nose. So, all, so do you have grandkids who have like ear infections and stuff? Yeah. Get them in the ear. You, you, that's where these nerves go into your lower back. You got the, the nerves in the lower back, they go into the back. Sure, but they also go into like the stomach and the, and the intestines. You got grandkids with constipation. Right? Stomach issues, GI issues, reflux, how? Yeah. Well. And it's not that we are, are treating these diseases or these problems or these symptoms. It's just we want to make sure that those nerves that are going from the neck into the ears or nerves from the lower back into the large intestines are working as soon as they're supposed to. Because <clears throat> the whole idea is something that's known as salutogenesis. Salutogenesis is the opposite of pathogenesis. Pathogenesis is how an allopathic medicine is based on which is you have a problem, you fix the problem. Salutogenesis is you want health, you start doing things to make the person healthier, and there's always another step towards health. You can never be all healthy, 100% healthy, so you can always reach and reach and reach and do more things and more things and more things for your health. You can always add health. That's what salutogenesis is about. To me, that is one of the most important things, and the missing, <clears throat> one of the main missing pieces in chiropractic is that we're so stuck on fixing problems, even those chiropractors who's, who take care of kids say, well, I'm gonna cure your back pain, I'm gonna cure your kids' asthma, I'm gonna cure your kids' ear infections, I'm gonna cure the, their <clears throat> stomach issues. No, you're not curing or treating anything. I don't treat a thing. I don't have treatment rooms. <clears throat> I don't use the word treat in my office. And because I don't treat anything, what I do is I ensure that the brain and the nerve system are working as best as it can in all the areas to optimize this child. She said, this patient said, well, what can you, what's going to happen by excuse me, my child getting adjusted? What's my answer? I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I could give you a good answer. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is... This is a rich old saying from years ago. All I know is that a child with out of subluxation is far better off without one than she is with one. You're far better off with like having an intact, strong, healthy nervous system than you are without one. You're far better off having your brain and body connected at 100% than you are without it. That's what we can promise. That's what we try to do. And I think it was a beautiful thing to see this person from Patagonia. Do you know how much money Patagonia makes every year when they revenue this? One billion dollars a year. One billion, right? That's amazing from a clothing company. 
that they make a billion dollars in revenue a year. That's not, that's gross, that's not net, that's gross. So by, by changing the way his business is structured, they're going to be giving to the environment 100 million a year. Once they, you know, they have to, how much cost to manufacture and ship and all those kind of things. They can be giving to the environment 100 million a year. That's a brilliant business model for someone who understands purpose, right? Not profits. Not that as a chiropractor you shouldn't make a profit, that, because that we want all you guys to be ultra successful. But understand that you've got to give back, and the way you give back is not just financially, like he has, but he's giving back by he's taking care of the environment, and for years his company has taken care of the environment. For years his company has had a purpose. And I admire companies like this and other great companies out there that are doing something other than just trying to make a quick buck. Right? And if you, if you, if you like, I don't know if you guys have seen Dope Sick the, the, on, um, on Hulu. Uh, unbelievable. You want to watch an amazing series. It's Dope Sick. It's all about how the pharmaceutical industry kind of essentially duped people uh, into understanding into thinking about how all this kind of stuff is okay and healthy and, and it was good for you and good for pain, that kind of stuff. Um, this oxy thing is, is because it talks about how the company created that. Talk about a company that did not have people as its number one priority, that did not have a purpose. The purpose was make money. So that's the antithesis of what like, a company like Patagonia stands for. That's the antithesis of what I think chiropractic stands for. And that's what I want to bring out of this, <clears throat> to, to understand this, that it, it, he says instead of going public, and instead of focusing on private, we're focusing on purpose. <clears throat> that's what BJ meant by guard it well. <clears throat> what is your purpose? And make sure you guard that purpose well. <clears throat>